to stay focused and stay motivated. Motivation is so hard when you see no tangible progress. It is. And maybe you feel that way about your language. Maybe you feel that way about something else in your life. The key to improving a language or anything is repetition. If you don't want to listen to this episode there, I just told you what the key to improvement, the key to learning a language and improving at a language or a key to improving anything is repetition, repetition, repetition. I'm going to talk with you more about that share some examples of what I mean. And I'm also going to have a heart to heart and open up my heart to you of how I'm going to apply this to my life. I'm going to share some stories about some of the struggles that I'm going through in this. And we'll look at some possible solutions. This is episode 36. And it's not just English. It's more than English. Let's go. Hey there, English speakers. Welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, helping you get to that next level in English and in life. And today I want to talk about something that will apply to both. Will apply to improving in English and it will apply to improving in any skill or a person or or as a person or really anything just improvement and that is the value of repetition the value of repetition i see many students i'd say most students actually and next time you're in your english class see if you do this most students when I teach a new vocabulary word or I explain a vocabulary word and they get it, if they get it, it means they understand. They understand the thing that I was explaining. They get it. They understand it. But then they get it and they say, ah, okay. And you know that they understand it for the moment. Right? I know that we're reading an article. They ask for a vocabulary word. I explain the vocabulary word. Maybe they'll say it in their language and say, oh, I get it. I understand it. But do you? Do you? I usually have to remind this person to repeat this word. Repeat it in the sentence. Not only repeat the word, but repeat it in the context, repeat it in the sentence, understand how this word works together with other words in the sentence. For example, does it go with a preposition? Does it go with another verb or another noun, right? You're disappointed in something, right? Those would go together. That's an example, right? To prevent somebody from doing something, prevent from, 
those go together, right? Learn vocabulary words. I've told you this many times, I'm sure. Learn vocabulary words in groups. That's kind of the point of what I do. That is my key to fluency. I wasn't planning on telling you that, actually, but there you go. You have it. My key to fluency is learning groups of words together, learning how language works together, not just a vocabulary word, but with what other words does that go together? Are there any fixed expressions or idioms or any kind of phrasal verb that I could learn from this word, right? Understand how they work together, phrases and expressions that work together that we use together with that word right? Learn how it works, not just the meaning, but one way is repetition, right? I talked uh, last week about muscle memory. I talked a few weeks ago, actually, about muscle memory and how language is just like physical exercise. Muscle memory, your tongue is a literal muscle, right? Your mouth is a literal muscle. So, you have to exercise it the same way as you would exercise any muscle or learn any muscular skill, whether it's playing the guitar, where you put your fingers, or whether it's how to the proper technique in a martial art, or kicking a football, or a golf swing. If you play golf, that muscle memory. The only way to get that muscle memory is repetition, repetition, repetition. So, how do we get that repetition? Well, in language, it's using it, right? Using it, not only with your mind, but actually working your mouth. And that will be a sort of a muscle memory that your mouth will just start to speak these words. However, language is a little different than a golf swing. I don't know why, but it is. Actually, I kind of have ideas to why. Because you're, it's communication, right? It's something we all do every day. You don't do a golf swing every day, right? But, well, unless you're, you know, trying to improve and you want to do it every day. But in everyday life, you don't swing a golf club. Is that true or not? That's true. That's fair. But with language, it's communication. So maybe, just maybe, if you learn a new idiom or a phrasal verb and or an expression, it might be scary to actually use that in context. It might be scary because when you learn something new, especially like this, you might feel like you're a little bit of a faker. Is that true? Is that how you feel? Do you feel like you're, if you would use this new expression or a way to sound more native, the thing that's preventing you is you, you'll feel a little fake, right? You feel a little silly using a new phrasal verb instead of the vocabulary word that you are used to using. That you are used to using. That's an example, right? Maybe you know the word accustomed to. 
or familiar with, right? Maybe that's the vocabulary word. And maybe you know you are used to using, but if you were to say it, you'd feel fake because you have to think about it first and then maybe use it. Maybe you're using it wrong and that's scary. But here's the thing. The only way to learn, I shouldn't say that, not the only way, but for many of us, I know for me, the best way to learn is to fail and to, to do something wrong and then learn from it. And the next time you do it, do it a little better. It'll still feel fake. It'll still feel forced. But that's only because it is. It, uh, it is fake until, until it becomes so familiar that it's not fake anymore. Right? Then you're using it for real. You know, in Spanish, there's... Well, actually, in the southern region of Spain, there is Andalusia. And they have their own special dialect, especially in Sevilla. And their own special words. And one of their own particular words is mi arma. Mi arma. It's kind of like saying like, hey, brother, what's up, brother? Or my man or whatever. We don't have an equivalent in English, but it's like a close, personal, regional word, right? Kind of like maybe if you were to say y'all, y'all, and you learn that and it feels fake at first. Well, at first, it did feel fake because I used it as a joke. I'd say, ¿Qué pasa, mi arma? And when people heard me saying it at first, they would just start laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good icebreaker. So I used it so much that now it, it's, it feels natural to me. It feels normal to say that. I don't, I don't feel fake saying it. I don't feel like it's a joke. Although I know that when people are new to hearing me say that, it, they still laugh, and that's cool because it's, I understand it. And that's another point. It, just if people are laughing at something you say, it doesn't mean that they're laughing at you. You know, sometimes some of your dialect or word choice, it's cute, <laughs> you know? It's cute and funny, and so we laugh, but we're not laughing most of the time, unless the guy's being a real jerk. But most people aren't laughing because, like, oh, you're so stupid. No. Most people are laughing because it's, it's cute and it's funny and we want you to say it again. And I know how that feels because people do that to me. And my number one advice is just go with it. Accept it. This is... Great, because you're you're providing laughter to people. You're providing joy and entertainment, and and don't be so self conscious when when they laugh, because a lot of the time they're not laughing at you. They're laughing uh, because of you, right? But back to the main idea. Keep the main thing. The main thing, Jesse. Keep the main thing the main thing. That is a good expression to use, too. Keep the main thing the main thing. And 
That's just my advice. Repetition to use something like how I use mierma so much that it doesn't feel fake anymore. And the same thing will happen to you when you try to use these fixed expressions that I teach on my YouTube channel or that you learn in your English classes or that I repeat here, right? And you write it down or that you read in a video, read in a book or you see in a video or these expressions that you're writing down. Oh, that's a new one. And come check with me. Ask me if it's one and ask me on Twitter at Sweet Academy more than English or at Jesse Swede or on Facebook, wherever you want. But ask me if these expressions are correct. Ask your English teacher. Ask a Facebook group, any Facebook group, right? Any contact, any way and use it and learn it. Make mistakes. Mistakes are great because those are what we learn from, as I've already said. But take these expressions, use them, make mistakes with them, and learn from the mistakes and continue to try to have them become a part of you. I always say time and times, how to become an expert of something, how to learn something, how to become... As Stephen Pressfield wrote in his book, The Art of War. No, The War of Art. He calls it the professional. The professional will keep trying to improve and not let excuses get in the way. I really recommend that book. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. It's, it's a way to get you motivated, but it's not this motivational speechy idea. It's a, it takes a very logical and rational approach. I like it. I listen to the audiobook. If you don't like reading or if you're a slow reader, that's a good option. But get past this idea of sounding fake, feeling fake, doing it wrong, you're going to make mistakes. That's cool. Make the mistakes, embrace the mistakes, and and ultimately you will overcome these mistakes and you'll make new mistakes. And that's what we call growth. And that's what we call progress. And it's just this continual cycle, one step after the next, after the next. And by the way, we're applying this to language you know, and learning expressions, fixed expressions and idioms. And, but it also applies to anything. Business, I'm applying this same kind of idea to business and to my YouTube channel and to my YouTube videos. You know, it's, it, it's hard to continue to make videos when, you know, not many people are watching yet. And it's hard to continue to try to make, be creative and be stimulated and have ideas without an audience. And I'm just being actually very transparent now. I wasn't planning on this at all. I guess this is a bonus. I don't know if I'll even keep this in because it might not fit, but I think I will. Because I'm really talking to myself here really, that it's really hard 
to stay focused and stay motivated. Motivation is so hard when you see no tangible progress. It is. And maybe you feel that way about your language. Maybe you feel that way about something else in your life. But that's how I feel. And I'm just taking one step after another. This is, What I'm sharing with you with these language tips and with these learning tips, it's really what I'm learning on my journey. And I'm kind of taking you with me and applying these lessons to you in your language. But that's, that's what I'm learning is consistency. I have this parenting course, this English for Parents course I'm working on, and I'm actually starting to upload it onto the platform, and I'm hoping to release it in February of 2019. The link's at Sweet Academy, and you can go sign up for information and on the, be put on the email list to find out about this course. But... This is what I think is going to take me to the next level. And we'll just see if it is because I'm really proud of this course. Proud of. Those are words and examples that go together, by the way. But to push and push and push and push and push, it's hard. It's hard when you're seeing minimal, minimal, minimal progress. And I hope that you see more progress than I'm seeing. You know, it's hard to judge, especially with language, when you are progressing. You know, maybe you learn a new grammar point or maybe you, you, you know, you feel a little better with your listening. But sometimes it's hard to tell when we're progressing. And the quality of my work, the quality of my videos, my presentation... My website design, if you check out Sweet Academy, I'm the most proud of this version that I've been in about any of my versions previous because I'm getting more focused. And I guess my results are so far in the product, the quality of the art, really, and learning new things and you know, the tangible progress will come. I've just got to keep, keep on keeping on, as we say. Keep on keeping on. And keep moving forward. That's the number one message from anything that I could say ever. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. That's, I tell myself this, Probably every day in one way or another. Keep moving forward. That's the only way to go. And, you know, that might, I might use that as, uh, as the sign-off line instead of be good or be good at it. <laughs> That's, we might do that. Actually, I think that it will. That's what we're going to do. You're with me in making a decision today about the projection and the trajectory of of my platform, my business, my voice. So thank you for that. But that's keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. 
and you will be rewarded in one way or another and sometimes it'll take a lot longer than you expected probably most of the time it will take a lot longer than you expected and be a lot harder than you expected but the harder you struggle now the the worse off you are now the harder the struggle is the better the success will feel in the future the harder the struggle is now the better the success will feel in the future i've lived that i'm living it now and i'm looking forward to living it in the near future and thank you for listening to that rant thank you so much i feel good about that but that's it for me my time with you is over Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending your time with me. Remember, I try to drop a podcast every week. Visit here, a YouTube video. I'm going through idioms. I'm looking at a different idiom each week at the moment and looking at their history and how we use it and why we say it. It'll be really good for your fluency. That's it for me. Remember, do something good for somebody before they can do it for you so they can do it for somebody else and keep moving forward thanks for listening and i'll see you next time yeah.